Hi guys, welcome back to the Balanced and Empowered Fitness Podcast. Hannah Polly here, and I hope you guys are all having a great week so far. Thank you so much for tuning in. So I'm really excited about this topic today. I know I say that about every topic, but this is a topic that's slightly different than fitness, yet also does tie hand in hand with fitness and health. Um, and something that I feel so passionate about, and this is something just over the years of working with myself and working with hundreds of women, I really feel like I've found the recipe to genuine happiness. Now, I will say this is going to look different for each person. There are so many factors that come into play here. And I'm not saying, oh, do these things and you'll be happy. I'm saying there's different things in our lives that we can work on improving that can continuously help bring us more genuine happiness or just more happiness in our lives. So again, I am by all means not an expert (laughs) in this area or again what I'm saying I'm more or less using my own personal experience and again experience of helping so many women over the years and helping them find happiness and you know if if you know me you know I'm a very happy individual and I feel very blessed for that again I'm not saying that every day is flowers and rainbows but over the years I've just I really worked on prioritizing happiness because life is too short for anything else right so I want to share some insight again these are not facts. (laughs) This is just my insight and something that I want to share with you all. So something I would like to say with happiness is happiness to me, it's similar to building wealth, right? So you've probably heard people say to build genuine like wealth over the years, you need to have multiple sources of income, right? Like it's very rare for someone to become very wealthy and just have one source of income. Well, I like to see happiness as similar to that, right? Like there shouldn't be there's not one thing or one person that just brings you on, like your only happiness, right? Like we need to find happiness through different things in our lives, but most importantly from within. But what I mean is we can't base our happiness off a relationship or just strictly a job or just strictly a hobby. Like we need all these things to come together for us. So daily fulfillment is everything. And I want to share a quote. I actually listened to my mentor's uh, podcast and I wanted to share this. These are not my words, uh, a quote that they shared. And I found it like I just resonated so hard with this. So it says most people would feel more fulfilled if they woke up every day, walked outside, dug a hole, took a wheelbarrow, carried it to another hole to fill it for no other reason than to do the work. Right. So having that purpose and that fulfillment of doing the work each day. Like, don't be afraid to do the hard work. Don't be afraid to find fulfillment and and purpose in your life. You know, even if that means hard work, because it's one of those things, it's, it's so satisfying, right? So very big on like fulfillment and daily fulfillment is everything. I am a firm believer that most of us need that need something to work toward or to work at every single day, you know, and you like something I've noticed too, like you even see it where people retire, where they've worked their entire lives and they retire. They typically hate sitting around not doing anything. You know, they're like, I need something to do. They pick up a new hobby. They may even pick up a part-time job just to have something to work at each day. So you see it day to day. Like I'm a, again, this is not a fact, but I'm a huge believer that Humans need, we need a purpose and we need something to work at. It keeps us going and it keeps us fulfilled. And this is going to look different for every single person. So I hope that all kind of makes sense in what I'm trying to get at here because it's, it's just, it's everything. Again, we can't 
the biggest lesson here for me is like, we can't base happiness on one thing. You know, if you're just strictly trying to like, if for, of course, like happiness always stems from within. That is the very first place. Like you being happy has to come from you. There is no materialistic things. There's not enough money. There's not enough love from a significant other, et cetera, that can make you happy unless you're happy from within. So that's where it all st- starts. So I want to kind of go over just things, again, that I've worked on over the years and things that I've helped clients work on that has helped them find more happiness in their lives. Again, there's so many variables here. There's so many things at play. And of course, like mental health plays a role as well. Like I said, this is going to look so different for each person. But essentially, these are things that can help you optimize your mental health organically. So my first and foremost tip here is self-care. I mean, I feel like we just live in a world where especially with us women, we feel selfish or vain for taking care of ourselves, for getting our nails done, for getting our eyelashes done, for getting lip injections, whatever that may be. People are like, they're so easy to get down on women for doing things that like make us feel good. And, you know, self-care looks a little different for everyone. Self-care for a mom that's working full-time and has kids might be like giving herself a 15-minute nap each day. You know what I mean? Versus maybe someone like myself who doesn't have kids where, you know, I'm going to take a day and go get my nails done and go get my eyelashes done. You know, like it's just going to look different for each person. But whatever self-care looks like to you and making sure that you're giving yourself that time you know, in a day or each week and making sure that you're taking care of you. And there's nothing wrong in doing that. Like we cannot pour out an empty cup. So self-care, I think is one of the most important things. And that like obviously means to like optimizing our health, you know, exercising, like giving ourselves something to work at. This is why, this is why, again, I've seen so many women transform mentally throughout their fitness journey is because first off, they're optimizing their health. So, you know, naturally you're going to feel better when you're eating better you're getting enough water you're exercising but also like internally and like psychologically like you have something to work at every single day right like your fitness journey isn't something that like you can just do sometimes and not do for a long period of time like to be successful and really change your life you have to work at it every single day and again it gives you that sense of purpose and fulfillment you know you have to make sure you're drinking enough water each day you have to make sure that you're eating balanced meals and you know giving your family balanced meals. You have to make sure we're getting, you know, moving our body each day or, you know, whatever that may look like getting our workouts in. So it's just great. A fitness journey and self-care, they go hand in hand because something I've just seen with so many women over the years with their fitness journeys, they just learn how important it is to take care of themselves. When, you know, I feel like there's just a stigma with like, you know, as women or like those of you who are moms where you're like, you know, I just put everyone before me and that's great. You guys have the biggest hearts, but also like you cannot forget to take care of you because the more you take care of you, the happier you're going you're gonna to be and the more you're going to be able to also you're also going to be able to give to others so again also this what it all comes down to as well is like again pursuing a purpose and this can look so different for each person so again like I said starting a fitness journey is a great sense of purpose again you're optimizing your health you're I mean essentially you're adding longevity to your life right like you're making these changes where you're going to feel good from the inside and out and feel more confident but also again pursuing like things that are like in your job, like, you know, maybe like, okay, if you feel like you're at a job where you're just like, gosh, it's just a dead end. Like I just, I do go in, I do the same things every day. Like I'm just so unfulfilled. Like, you know, maybe it's time to start like looking at different positions in the business or like maybe working toward a promotion, like setting goals for yourself, or maybe even looking for a different job. And again, I know that that's 
like so much easier said than done. I know it gets tricky when you're, you know, you have a family to care for and whatever it may be. So again, I'm not saying like, leave your job if you're unhappy, (laughs) but maybe find things within that job that helps keep you fulfilled, right? Like if you feel like things are repetitive and you're just like, oh, I just feel like every day it's just the same thing. Like, like I said, maybe work toward different things, work toward a promotion or like a different position that maybe you can work yourself up to, whatever that may be. Or if that's not possible in the job that you're at, like maybe picking up a new hobby. And I, and again, I know that's easier said than done because sometimes I get it. Like a lot of you, like you're just like, gosh, I just like, I barely have time to breathe. Like I don't have time for a hobby. <laughs> and the thing is, is like making that time for yourself. And I mean, it can like even a hobby, it could be something as like, you know, reading books, like reading books is so great. It gives you something to look forward to, you know, you're expanding your vocabulary. It's, it's great for your mental health. So even reading like, you know, books at night and saying, okay, I'm going to read this whole series in the next few months, like giving, just giving yourself something to look forward to that is productive and positive in your life. So I hope that makes sense. Like I said, I mean, a hobby could be anything. It could be reading. It could be, oh, I'm going to start learning new recipes to cook for my family. Like I'm going to start watching the cooking channel or I'm going to start reading some cookbooks or whatever it may be. Um, Or like, I mean, it could be anything. Like I said, archery, like whatever that looks like to you and just something that you have to work at and work toward and that, that you look forward to. Like that's just so important, giving ourselves things that we look forward to. And again, I, I totally get it. It's so much easier saying that from someone like myself who has, you know, yeah, I run a business, but like, I don't have kids, right? Like I have all the time in the world and that's so different versus someone, you know, those of you who may be listening to Square, you know, if you're working full time or you're and you're a mom or like you're a full-time stay-at-home mom, like I get it. Like sometimes you don't even have time to shower, you know? So like, I totally understand, but configuring your schedule and just trying to give yourself again, something that you look forward to daily and that is productive for you. So I hope that makes sense. Like I said, it's gonna look different for everybody. Um, and you know, a big thing, and this is another thing too, that can make such a huge difference in your happiness is trust and honesty in relationships. And this, this is not only just like with your significant other, but with family members, with friendships, like if you are constantly having that feeling of a cloud of like, you don't trust someone or someone's betraying you, you know, that's not something that to live with. Right. And again, I know this is so much easier said than done. And again, I've watched clients over the years when they've started like prioritizing self-care and taking care of themselves and building more confidence in themselves they've learned to do this they've learned to set boundaries at work or in relationships and you know again everything that I'm talking about it stems from within and it's just so important because it, it can be totally draining to have toxic relationships or like toxic friendships or just toxic people in your life and you know I'm not saying oh just cut them out completely but it's important to like remind yourself to prioritize your mental health, you know, sit down with these people, explain how they make you feel, explain like, you know, that they are bringing this negative energy to your life. And I know that again, that's so much easier said than done. If you're like afraid of conflict, maybe write a letter to them. You know what I mean? Like something that's personal, but where like, if you feel like, oh, I can't have this conversation with them because I know that I'll buckle and I won't be able to say everything I want. Like write a letter. That's something that's like, again, that's not impersonal, and, you know, it's some it's a way to get your feelings out. And it's just so important, you know, and people say, like, leave toxic people out, like, cut them out. And, you know, it might get to a point where you have to do that. But a lot of the times it's like we're humans, right? And, like, if we love someone or even if it's, like, a family member, that can be really tricky because, like, you can't, like, it's hard to just cut out someone who's your blood, right, who's your relative. But, again, we have to be mindful of things and people that are causing us 
negative energy in our lives consistently. You know what I mean? Talking to those people, explaining how they feel, how they make you feel. And, you know, sometimes people don't even realize it and potentially helping them be like, wow, I didn't realize I was being so draining. I'm sorry. Let me try to change that. Or if you tell someone how you feel and they they don't change, that just shows how much they don't care about you and your feelings, you know? And unfortunately, there are people out there like that. And whatever you decide to do with that is, of course, up to you. But it's just important to always address these issues. Again, if you're having problems trusting your significant other, express that. If they're doing something that's causing you not like to stress out more than anything, if like that relationship relationship is bringing you more stress and happiness, confront that. Have that honest conversation. Like you can never go wrong with having an honest conversation that's either going to tell you, okay, wow, this person cares about me. Like they're going to try to change what they're doing because it hurts me or they might not change anything I hope this doesn't happen you're like wow this person really doesn't care about my feelings you know you know what I mean so it's always going to give you an answer of like what to do next and I know it can be tricky when you have kids and like you know if a relationship is toxic you don't you know you want to stay together for the kids and things like that and that's of course like your personal preference you know those are things that you guys that's within your own family (laughs) your own family life but just remember like you have to just prioritize your happiness too. Because again, if you're a mom and, you know, your kids feed off your happiness, you know what I mean? Like when they see you happy, they're going to be happy. Like the, I always say like the mom sets the tone for the family, you know? And again, I'm not just addressing moms here. I'm just giving like examples that are different from my life. Cause again, I'm not a mom. I live a very different life than like, you know, a mom with three kids working full time would, you know? So I'm just trying to give you guys examples here. So really dialing in on, repairing and like working on relationships or like people in your life that like you love and you're close to but maybe that bring you a lot of toxic energy and just working through that and again maybe having that conversation and and see where it's stemming from sometimes it's not the other person sometimes it's just us having anxiety and overthinking things you know that aren't even there so it's important to just find out where this is stemming from and try to dig into it because it, if you just keep sweeping these things under the rug, it just, it just, it's so draining and it takes so much from you and your relationship. And just, it's just so important to have that honest communication in every relationship, friendship, etc. So I hope that makes sense. Um, because again, that's a huge thing here. It's just like, it's life is great when you don't have toxic people draining you day in and day out. Like it really is like, you know, I don't have any toxic people in my life and I'm very, very thankful for that. And I get it. Like it can be hard to set those boundaries and cut people out, but I promise you it has made the biggest difference in my life. Just having genuine people who genuinely care about you and respect your feelings and your boundaries. Like a relationship or friendship, it should cause you more, it should bring you more happiness than anything. You just have to remember that. Yeah, you're going to have hard times. I'm not saying every friendship or relationship is like perfect and flowers and rainbows, but over a consistent period of time, prolonged period of time, you have to be like, okay, like I just love this person. This person like lifts me up and yeah, we have arguments, but like overall, this person's a good person and like they bring a lot of happiness in my life. Like that's the most important thing. So it's just something to kind of evaluate people in your life, things in your life. So I hope that makes sense. And, you know, and again, I totally get it. Like financials, like the thing with like money is, you know, it it truly does not buy happiness. It doesn't. I mean, you see celebrities and people who have all the money in the world and they are just so unhappy because again, it's not just one thing that can make you happy. Now, yeah, ha- being in a good financial place, it definitely doesn't, it, it relieves a lot of stress, right? A lot of times families or like friendships, or I'm sorry, relationships and like families will 
fight more and just because they have more stress over like money issues, right? So like, yeah, money does come into play sometimes as far as like, again, just helping ease that stress day to day. Like I said, someone can have all the money in the world and still be very unhappy because they're not being fulfilled in other aspects of their lives or from within, you know? So money is not the most important thing. But like when people say, like, I, I get what people say, like, yeah, money doesn't buy happiness, but it also relieves a lot of stress that can be really hard on couples and families. So so like I totally get that aspect as well. And you know, financials they're they're it's such a tricky, sensitive subject because we're living in a crazy time in the world right now, right? Like inflation's at its highest, like everything's expensive, and some, you know, people are just doing what they have to do. So that's also something to like, you know, look at to, you know, if someone is like, I mean, I've had clients they are like, gosh, I'm in this draining job. Like I, I'm living pay, paycheck to paycheck. Like I'm so unhappy here. And I know I can do better for myself. I'm like, great. Then you know what? Go after it. Go after something that you would want to do. That's going to pay you more and pay you for what you're worth. Like there's nothing wrong in striving for more. You know what I mean? So I hope that that brings a, you know, insight just again, with how to look at financials, because it, it is important because we have to have money to buy things and we have to have money to support ourselves and like our families. And, you know, if you feel that you're at a draining job, that's not paying you enough. You're like, gosh, I'm just not like, I know I can do so much better for myself. Like, don't be afraid to look at other options to go after, after that. You know, it, it gets so easy to get in routine where we're just comfortable. You know, we just, we just fall in like routine, like, okay, it pays the bills, you know, it's fine, which again is great. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But again, if you're feeling drained, you know, that you could be getting paid more for doing something in your field or whatever it may be, like explore those options because you could just be one opportunity or one choice away from like a whole different life and lifestyle. You know what I mean? That can relieve a lot of stress. So just really, really important there. Again, I like was in a really comfortable corporate position back in, 2020 and I right after around COVID I quit <laughs> right in the middle of a pandemic and went full-time with my business and you know it was definitely a risk but like I'm so happy I did it because it just completely changed my life you know what I mean and again I'm not saying that that works out for every single person I'm very thankful that it did but I was I was in a very dark place with like where I was with my job I did not enjoy it I dreaded it every day and it was really impacting my mental health and I'm like I need to make a change like I'm just going after this like I made sure I had all my ducks in a row I'm like I'm gonna make this work and I'm so happy I did my life would be completely different if I wouldn't have done that so again I'm not saying go take major risks but explore your other options if this is something that is draining to you if financials are always something that like you and your partner may be arguing over or you're like you're stressing over and just explore. There are so many opportunities and things out there. So I hope that makes sense. <laughs> and, you know, and, and something too, like since I brought up COVID, you know, it just goes to show how important having like a purpose is. Like if you guys noticed so many, so many women that I've talked to, like they talk about how much their mental health declined during COVID. And a lot of that being because again, a lot of people were laid off work or like they like couldn't go into work. They couldn't pursue, pursue things they were doing. They couldn't go anywhere. And so it's like, oh, we thought like, oh my gosh, we all get to be at home. But in reality, like we actually need something to work toward. And that's why, again, a lot of people's health, mental health declined during COVID because like we were just kind of stuck, right? Like we we're just stuck in our houses. We couldn't really do anything. You know, we couldn't really do much at work because businesses were shutting down. Like it was a really scary time. And that's just a prime example that like we do need a purpose and we need that fulfillment every single day. And I'm not saying it to be extreme, but like even the small things, like I said, even reading like self-help books or 
reading like, oh, I'm going to read this new series. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't even have to be a type of productive book. Just doing something that like you look forward to and giving yourself that sense of purpose and fulfillment every day. And, and you know, it's going to look so different for each person. So, and, you know, I, I hope this makes sense. And, you know, of course, this is this is fitness related because one of the most important things we can do is take care of ourselves and our health. Like, I can't stress that enough because something I've, I've noticed not only with myself, but with, I mean, hundreds of women I've worked with is when they start taking care of themselves and finding confidence in what they're doing on the daily and seeing like their, their overall health improve, they're feeling more energized throughout the day. They're feeling more confident in their body. Let's just flood greatness in the other aspects of their lives. Right. They're like, wow, this is like improved my marriage because I'm in such a better mood every day. And like, like, I, you know, I'm confident enough to have this open conversation with my significant other I wouldn't have been able to before, or like I, you know, I had enough confidence to ask for a raise at my job and they said, yes, and I'm getting paid more. Like, you know, it just, it gives you that confidence from within and happiness from within. And I can't stress that enough. So, you know, like I said, genuine happiness, I'm a firm believer. It's like wealth. We need it from multiple different like aspects here. Not There's not just one simple thing that's going to make us happy other than like ourselves. Again, we have to find happiness from within. And that comes from working on ourselves from the inside and out, you know, and it, it, whatever that may look like, again, starting your fitness journey, you know, walking more, drinking more water, going to therapy, talking to someone about maybe things that you're dealing with mentally that are just like hard to talk to friends or family about like not being afraid to do those things and like go after those things because life is short and you deserve to be happy and feel good. Like, I mean, I can't stress this enough. I tell John this all the time. Like I feel so good every day. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying every day is flowers and rainbows. There's definitely things that go wrong, but like overall, because I take care of myself, I eat right. I make sure I get enough sleep. I drink enough water. Like this, those simple things, I feel so good and energized throughout each day. And I'm very thankful for that. And I'm blessed I get to live this lifestyle. And it's just making those small things day in and day out, like again, getting, making sure you get enough sleep, drinking enough water, you know, taking a walk, whatever that may look like, those small basic things actually make the biggest difference at the end of the day and in the long run. So I'm just very passionate about this topic. I could go on and on, but I I just want to share some insight here because I just, again, this is what I think is the recipe to happiness. There's so many different like aspects here that come into play, but just that daily fulfillment giving ourselves a purpose, you know, really trying to build trust and honesty in all of our relationships, friendships, taking care of ourselves mentally and physically, giving ourselves that time for self-care each day or each week or when we can, um, you know, setting boundaries in the workplace with friends, with family, with significant others. And again, these things are all so much easier said than done, but working toward these things. And when we start taking care of ourselves and we build that confidence from within, it gets easier to do these things, right? Like, I set way more boundaries now than I used to back in the day because I just wasn't confident in myself. You know, I I was a people pleaser. And yeah, I still sometimes have people pleasing tendencies, but like it's improved so much over the years because I've gained more confidence in who I am. Like, hey, it's okay to say no if I don't want to do something. Or, you know, it's okay to, you know, tell this person how they made me feel. Like there's nothing wrong in that. So again, that's kind of a side tangent, but I'm just very passionate about this. And I just hope this brings you some insight. Again, if you're listening to this, you probably are thinking of something, right? There's probably something that's popping in like, gosh, I need to do this more. Or like, I really need to talk to so-and-so. Like we really need to get down to the bottom of like why our relationship is so toxic or whatever it may be. Go after that and do it because life's too short to just like sweep things under the rug and put your happiness on the back burner. So 
I hope this little, it was like turned into like kind of a pet talk, but I hope this was helpful guys. And I appreciate you guys so much for hopping on this episode. Um, I definitely miss Courtney being on here. She did have her baby. So if you guys are following her, definitely, definitely watch her story and, um, her stories on Instagram just to see her and baby Asher's stories. So I'm not sure when she'll be back on, but you know, once they get home and and back routine, you know, she'll be on back on probably within the next few months. So um, I do miss her. And if you guys have any questions or if you have any topics you want to hear about, please, please feel free to message me on our podcast page. Like we're so happy to always take suggestions. So anyway, I hope this was helpful guys. Freaking get after it. Like again, life is short and you deserve genuine happiness. So thanks guys. We'll see you next episode.